Carlos, good to see you. Um, firstly, happy birthday for this week. What what on earth do you buy Carlos Corbran for his birthday? What did you get? Uh, for my birthday, uh, my wife always make a very good presents to me. Especially two months ago, he made me the more important present that she can do for me. That was the the birth of my of my first son. So just with this is enough to have the opportunity to celebrate the birthday with the family working because be coach not always you're going to be active so every time you have your birthday uh, and you are active i think is this is the best the best present healthy and to have the job that you love a birthday of changing nappies and doing bottles then sorry a birthday of changing nappies and what giving bottles of milk ah yeah no no no, no, no. <laughs> i am not yeah. my wife usually takes some responsibility i said with her uh, too and i enjoy doing this when i have to do this but yesterday was day of training, so we came here to the training ground. My, my son came here yesterday to the training ground, so it was the first time that I moved uh, him as an assistant here to the club. <laughs> Excellent, getting the family involved. Um, how are you looking then? How are the side looking fitness-wise at the moment, heading into what is a very big game on Monday? Of course, we know that uh, it's three points, one game of three points. But of course, when you watch the table, it's a game between two teams that are competing really well in a good position in the table. So it means that the difficulty, the tough of the game, the competitiveness of the of the game is going to be too high. But it's true that it's not only because the position of Luton in the table, it's because Luton always moves to the games that you need to compete a lot if you want to take something positive in these type of games. Team news-wise? How are you looking? Any issues you had? Danny Ward out, Jonathan Hogg, how are they? Yes, we have recovered these two players because, like we said before, we didn't miss them because the reason was not any injury. The reason was that they were feeling unwell before the whole game. But now, during this week, unfortunately, we had one, one injury, one important injury and one important missing, that is Matty Pearson, because in the first day of the training, he had a tackle uh, with Etienne. And in this tackle, he moved his knee, he started to have some problems. For another players, I would tell you that he will miss all the season that we are going to play. For Matty Pearson, he created a question mark because if, one, if someone can reduce the time to make a good recovery, it's someone like him with his level of character and determination to do it. So I cannot do anything else. Another players maybe will need six to eight weeks. Let's see how many weeks uh, to fix the, the pro in the knee Matty Bison needs now. Does he need an operation? Or, or no, is no, it no, just, no, no, no. no. Okay. It's just the treatment, it's just the type of injury that he had. Uh, needs for a normal player between six to eight weeks. But for someone like it for me as an animal, competitive animal, I don't know how long it's going to take. So how disappointing for him is that he's been such a big part of your season and we're getting to the business end of the season now and he might not be involved. How disappointed is he? I understand that he is totally frustrated because any player, when, when they have any type of injury, they, they feel upset and feel frustrated because the player want to be fit and the player want to be helping the team. And Matty Pearson is one player that have been excellent helping the team to helping a lot of the team to achieve achieved three points when he was in the pitch. So, of course, I knew, I cannot tell you that he is not a big miss because he's a big miss because he deserves to be a big miss because he has been, for me, an excellent season. 
And it, it means that you've then got Tom Lees, Nabi Saar, and Levi Colwell as the three to take you through. So if you if you play a three at any point, you don't have another centre-half, do you, to fall back on? So it does leave you a little bit short. No, because we were playing before of this against some teams we have played with Turton, creating yeah. another three. And other games we have played with Hoggy, creating another three. So I don't think it's a problem to, to keep playing another three if we consider that play with three is the most important or the, or, or the right thing, depending on the game. And he's the only new injury, no other problems. You've managed to stop the illness spreading. It hasn't gone to any other players. Yes, all the all the squad is fit, is ready. But unfortunately, we have the, the situation with Mati Pisa. How big a result do you think it was getting the victory at Hull in a very tight, close game? It was very, very, very important. I can know, I have to tell you this because, like I said before, we arrived to that game after two defeats. And sometimes the defeats change a little bit the confidence and the possibilities of the team. So it was important to stop this, to change the dynamic and to achieve a positive result and deserve for me. And we deserve a positive result. And have you seen a bit more positivity then this week? Has it changed that mentality, do you feel, if you say back-to-back defeats had maybe wobbled it a little bit? I want that the team be ready for every single thing because sometimes you want the winning and you know how important it is to achieve the three points, but sometimes you want to achieve and sometimes no. So for me, when you are in the last part of the season, even during the season, what you cannot be is affected by the results in the way that you can relax or in the way that you can lose the confidence. You need to analyze the performances that you have created and to analyze well if these performances have affected or not the result. Trying to protect yourself, always analyzing performances and always be looking and have the target to achieve the best performance that you can have in attack and in defense. And trying to don't be too much affected by the results because sometimes you want the three points and you are not going to achieve and you cannot stop to compete, to keep going for the next game and trying to achieve the three points the next time that you are in the football pitch. So were you happy with the performance then, more so than the actual result or equally with the result against Hull? Was the performance a big aspect for you? I think if I analyse the full game and how the game was, because we were playing half uh, half of the game with one player more, I think had feel deserved, deserved the three points because in terms of the chances, we were creating more chances than they were created. But after football, something is what you deserve and I think what you can happen. Uh, we needed to create many chances when we score one goal after one in one free kick or in one CPC situation, the second ball of one CPC uh, situation. And it's true that we have more chances to create a, a better result. But at the end of the game, with just the difference of one goal, they have a big chance that they were missing. But it's true that during the previous minutes, we were dominating the game, as is normal because we are playing with one player more and creating for me enough danger in the offensive box. Can I ask you as well about Fraser Campbell? Not involved for quite a while, and then he's come back into the fold for you. Just your thinking there of him getting back involved. I think uh, for me, like I always say, it's a pleasure to be working with someone as professional as Campbell is. Another player that I don't think another player that doesn't have uh, his character being out of the team many weeks without playing football games, if the possibility arrived, could have used in the level that Campbell was using the other day, his minutes in the football pitch. Why one player after being a long time without compete with the team was helping the team the minutes that he had the other day because he's so professional. So he's someone that 
is helping a lot the team of the squad in different way that he was helping the squad the last year because he's not having the same minutes in the football pitch. But he's been one exceptional example in the football training because he was training with the same intensity that he was playing against Hull City. So for him to go and compete against Hull is not something new. It's one habit that he creates every single time. Because every time Campbell is in the football pitch, you are going to see the same of Campbell. The strength, the winning is like everyone we have, but he's going to play exactly with the same intensity because this is the intensity that he put to the train. Like I have to select six players, six pitch players to go to the to, with the squad and to be in the bench. Sometimes I consider that for the balance between the positions and the needs that can appear during one game, just with one striker, knowing that some of our wingers can play as a striker too, is more than enough to, to solve any need of the game. And it's true that for me, Danny Ward during the season has been the first choice as a striker. Roach is, is having the is being the, the second choice and Campbell is being the third choice. Depend about the niche of the game, the level of the player, these roles can move, but usually the players are are keeping in, in this role that I told you. So if this season ends up being a successful season, we all hope it is, how big a factor are having players like Fraser Campbell in the club and their their character and, and their personality that they have, even if they're not impacting on the field week in, week out? I think you can have to take the players, the players that know that the important is the group more than the minutes that they are playing and players that are, not, are thinking opposite, that the important is themselves and not the group. I think Campbell is one player of this type of players. And when you play football, something collective, the more type of this player you have for me, the very involvement you are going to create and the more team mentality we are creating. And we know how important the team mentality is in football. But it doesn't mean that you don't want to have players that they want to play because Campbell, is the first thing that he wants is to play the game and play the minutes. But at the same time, they need to accept that I need to make the decisions. And in some points, like always, I say, I told you, I am fair with some of the decisions that I make, but I will be unfair too if I will make a different decision. If I, I don't put Roach in the bench, I will be unfair too because he's another exceptional professional player. How much did you keep a close eye on the midweek fixtures, Carlos, and the way that that has made the table tighten up now? I love football. I love to, to see the football games and I like to, to, to watch the games. So normally... Uh, especially the other day we were watching the game of Peterborough with, with Luton because Luton is the next opponent and always we like to, to follow the results to see the dynamics of the team but just as a more as a someone who loves football and who likes to see how everything progresses more than to be nervous to, to be focusing one team to, to don't achieve results because in this part of the season we are going to win games we are going to draw we are going to win, lose and, and, and draw and every team is going to happen the same. What we can do is to be focused on the things that we can control, I can control how we perform. That's all. And we will try to make always the result, the consequence of how we perform. So we are just full focus, but full, full focus in the things that we can control. So having said that, when a game comes to an end, how quickly do you want to know the other scores from elsewhere and the impact they might have had on you? Do you want to know that as soon as you're coming off the pitch? Do you look at it a few hours later? How do you go about that at this stage of a season? As always, because always when I finish the game, I spend time with my staff. I spend time with my players 
because this is for me the first thing that I, I do, the first thing that I feel. I always give the feedback with the players, how I saw the game or how I was thinking that I were, we were performances. The same that I do, the feedback I do with my staff. And after usually David uh, come to, to pick up me to go to the press conferences. And sometimes he told me the results. So first of all, I like to see the statistics of our team too, to see if my feeling is reflected or not with the statistics. Uh, before uh, some people share, like if, uh, Steve, the, the statistics more in detail that you can see goal expected or details, more, more deep details. Yeah. I just analyze the first statistics to see. And, and then after it's true that sometimes you find the, the, the moment to know the results because always I like to know too the result of the team, just an, something that to see how the dynamic of the different teams is going. And with this one then, Luton next, a lot of people have described Huddersfield Town as the underdogs this season in what you've achieved so far. How much are Luton also one of those underdogs? They've had a fantastic season. Yes, it's clear that the, the, the position on the table that they have is deserved because for me, they are competing really, 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 really well. It's one thing that never give up and they have a very strong mentality that create the perfect environment to, to be living on Monday, a very, very competitive game. And this is one to, what is going to be, a very, very competitive game because you cannot expect another thing from this game. Yeah, and you know there's so much riding on this in terms of positioning in the table, in terms of mentality. These two teams could meet again before the end of the season if things go to plan. I think this is one game where we are playing for three points and to achieve the three points that is clear our target. We know that we need to compete very well in all the game moments. In attack against the press that they are going to do, they are one team that they press very individual and they like to, to have many challenges. They are one team aggressive inside of the rules, but they are very aggressive team. So we need to be knowing exactly this. We know that they are one team that they use really well as a pieces and we need to be ready to face the situation. And after to show all our strengths in the football piece, that this is for me always the challenge. And this is the things that we have to, we have to have the determination to show when we are playing the game. That's it from me. All the best on Monday, Carlos. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Johnny. Steve. Hi, Carlos. <clears throat> I know you always say the next game is the biggest game of the season, but is this, these next three games in particular, the six pointers, is this the most crucial period of the season? I think the, every game is key. You play, I know that you asked me this because we play against teams that are, we are close in the position of the table. But if we will face against that teams that will be far, will be the same. I think it's true that when you are in the last part of the season, uh, every time that you are going to be in the pitch, in the full pitch, is going to make the difference to get the highest position on the table or to don't achieve the highest position on the table. I think Luton is one, one game that demands from us a lot of preparation. I think we have had the time to prepare uh, the game and make us give us the feeling that we need to show all our spirit, all our possibilities in the football pitch. We have the desire to do this every time we are in the football pitch. Do you think that extra prep time could be helpful? I hope. Unfortunately, with the one day of training, we miss one player. So sometimes uh, you never know what is better, but it's true that we had uh, many days. The, the same that we had before to play with Turton is the op to, with, with Luton is just the opposite that we are going to have to prepare the next opponent's games. Because we have had, I think, 11 days from the previous game that was moved before to the 
Luton game. And now we are going to play four games in a row. I was talking, for example, today with my physical, with the physical staff, that today was the last day of high volume of training because after this, now we need to change the strategy to, to, to help us to be or arrive to the games in the best way. And after the after Luton game, you cannot train. You can recover and prepare the game. You can recover and prepare. You can recover and prepare, but never you can train. So for me, this week have been one of the last weeks that we have to to training to improve collective the team and to prepare the game with the best level of the high level of detail that we can do. Was uh, you had a few uh, first team players in the B team the other day? Was that part of the preparation and try to ramp up the intensity for going into this run? Yes, because for me the the, the possibility to play minutes players that will not play the same many minutes help them to be ready and at the same time to achieve the level that they need to achieve. So different making difference of the players. One player, like for example, Angelin, who was uh, who couldn't use the international break to, to be fit, that he only could use the, the last days of this international break to, to training, was positive to have the possibility to make him give the step to play and play some minutes that are going to help him to be fit. And after the other player like Ruffles, he wasn't playing, he's not playing minutes from Nottingham Forest game. Or Karen Leighton, that I think is in the same situation. Campbell was playing minutes against school, but was long time without play minutes. Or Aaron Rowe, who is not playing many minutes. Or Jamal Blackman, that didn't play minutes from Nottingham Forest. For me, all these players had the opportunity to, to prepare themselves, to be ready, and to show what they can do for the team, because at the same time that these games help, help them to make them ready, help us to evaluate what is the, play, the level of the player and if they can or they cannot help the team in this moment of the season. You said before the international break, you hope Tino Andrin would have a, a larger role in these final few games. Is, is he on course for that now? Is he caught up with where he hoped he'd be? I think he's going to need a little bit more of time that we expect him because has been delayed because the injury that he suffered in the international break. Okay. Do, do you feel like he might be able to play apart from the bench? Is it just the starting lineup he's out of at the moment? I cannot tell you my idea. He's not going to be a starting player in the next game. Uh, and let's see how he keep the week and he achieve for me the minimum physical level that he needs to have to be part of the bench. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, how's Alex Vallejo doing? Is he any closer to come back? No, he's making now the readaptation with the uh, medical staff in the pitch. So now he has finished more the, the, the clinical part or the gym part. Now he's doing more the, the, the pitch part some days. And I think in the next maybe four weeks, between three or four weeks, he can be part of some football training of the, of the team. So it's unlikely to, to, to see him back during this season with the, with the team. Okay, that's all for me. Good luck Monday. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Leon. Afternoon, Carlos. Afternoon. Before to say this, I, I would like to say to Stephen that I like one of the articles that he was writing. Very, very interesting about the goals expected depending on the shape of the team. Oh, thank you. you. find very, very interesting article, being honest. Oh, thank you. Oh, lovely, lovely. Um, yeah, I was just, just thinking that I remember two years ago, Huddersfield played Luton near near this stage of the season, the end of the season. You were both really um, 
both sides were struggling against relegation. Now, in two years' time, you're, you're both competing for the top six for the playoffs. It just proves that the championship, you know, the most competitive league in the world. Some would say the the best league and the most interesting league. Everything, of course, depends about the opinion, and the opinions are more subjective than objectives. But I think the championship is maybe the the, the more competitive team uh, league because the number of games that you are playing and the level of opponent is is too high. I think if it's true that the quality that you can find in the Premier League is is highest, that's why it's Premier League, that's why no every team of the championship can play Premier League. But for example, if you analyze the results of the championship teams against even Premier League teams in the cup, yeah. shows that is a very competitive, uh, all the teams compete a lot. We know that some of the teams have eliminated, we were part of this because we, we eliminate Barley in the, in the cup, but more yeah. teams have eliminated Arsenal or, or Leicester, uh, or the game of Luton playing against Chelsea was a very competitive team. So it means that uh, Championship is one of the best leagues in the world. I can I feel exactly this, and I feel an honor, like an honor or pleasure to be part of the Championship. I've seen a little bit of, of Luton on my travels this season. They're a, a, a very direct, physical, very, very well-organised team. A little bit like Barnsley last season. Did they... Um... It's a it's a real specific way of playing against them. It's a, they present really individual challenges, Luton. I think the fact that they defend more, focusing the opponents more than in the spaces, made that they move the game to have many challenges. And I agree with you that the individual, the, the individual level of the players are going to be key, because in defense they are gonna be more individual. So it means that even if you want to attack collectively, there are points of individual solutions that are, uh, that we need to, to to give to the team. And defensively, they are what in that they are looking for many challenges too. So we, even if you defense collective, there is a point to avoid the cross, to avoid the finishing, to avoid the head of the strikers, to to win the relation with the market, the set pieces that are going to be key too. So for me, it's one gate that even if you have the collective idea of the game, the individual moments, the individual level are going to be decisive in this game. And I was just going to ask you. Obviously, it's uh, it's unfortunate news about about Matty Pearson, but you're a side who've coped with lots of these sort of injury problems before, and somebody else has, has come in. You're well catered with people in your squad, and you, you've done this before, haven't you? You've, you've suffered sort of blows and absences well, and somebody else has come in, and that, that's what it's all about. Exactly. This is like it's all about because these things are normal things. Uh, unfortunately, for not only for us, for anyone, because yeah, like that the best players of the championship in the in the football pitch. Everything was to have the, the best players and in, in the in the games. That's why we we don't like, of course, to have injury, but the injuries are part. And the injuries provoke that new players uh, arrive and have opportunities. Maybe if we didn't have some COVID case, we will we wouldn't be watching Sorba Thomas right now. Or, or the process yeah. will have been different. But sometimes the, the injuries are big opportunities to show a new performance of players that make yeah. against different or appear in the football and, and they can make impact. So it's like everything in the life. Sometimes uh, I don't want to see the things as a problem. I want to see the things as an opportunity to grow more as a team because it's true that when you work, you lose one player important. These things need to increase the collective commitment of the team. Okay. Thank you, Carlos. Enjoy your weekend.
Thank you so much. Hi, Carlos. How are you doing? Very well. Thank you so much. Yeah, just, just sort of furthering Leon's question there a little bit. Um, somebody like Tom Lee's now in, in Matty's absence. How important is he going to be given sort of Levi's inexperience, you know, at this time of the season? And somebody like Naba, who's, who's not played as much, how important is Tom Lee's going to be to your team? I think Tom Lee's is being one of the most important players this year. His minutes and his performance for me is all this. So I don't expect any different thing. I think everything that you told me that Tom Lee can bring now, he was bringing this during all the season. So it's very important that he keep doing the things that he's doing during all the year with us. Yeah, he's, he's, and, and another thing with, with Tom as well, he's been involved in, in this sort of position at, at this stage of the season before with Sheffield Wednesday. How important is that going to be as well? I think the experiences can be, the players can use and I like that everyone, we can use our previous experiences to face the situation. I think we cannot change the past, but we can use the past to change the present and to impact the future. So I think many players have been in different positions. Sometimes they are fighting for some position. They are more low in the table. Sometimes they are more in a better position in the table. Sometimes they are more in the middle. With one player like Tom Lee is that is close to be one of the players with more minutes in the championship. That it means a lot. It means that he has experience and I know that he has been playing different type of possibilities. So, of course, the player with experience and the players that are able to move this experience and create positive performances are always very important to, to have. Brilliant. Thank you. Best of luck on Monday. Thank you so much. Thanks, Alfred. I'll just check in with Five Towns Radios. Make sure nothing to add. Yeah, just a couple of ones. How are you doing, Carlos? You all right? Yes, thank you. Um, you, you mentioned earlier... Um, how important the win against Hull was for your confidence and moving forward. What exactly have you been able to take from that that win? And have you seen a change amongst the players after the run of sort of three, two or three results that, that you were struggling with? I think, of course, the happiness of the players after one result is, is too much. It's too much and is it, not too much, sorry. It's, it's, it's more than when they, they don't have the result that they would like to achieve. And of course, these things can, can impact the game. I saw one team that in any second half feel relaxed during this week because sometimes after the winning, you can relax. In any second, I was watching the relax of the team. And I, was watching one, I am watching one team with a lot of determination to, be, to keep being a very competitive team. And when I saw this, knowing that we are going to play against one opponent that is going to the demand from us the highest competitive level that we can show in the football pitch, so always is... Is, is positive in terms of the preparation, knowing that what we have done during the, during the week doesn't mean anything, because the important thing is what we are going to be able to do on Monday in the football pitch. But of course, when you are watching that the team has the habit to, to be competitive, I think it's easier to have the habit to be competitive after in the football game, more than if you don't have the habit to be competitive, move and create the, the, the right mind after to the football game is a change. We want to make uh, the trainings, or we want, we want that in the training we create the habits to compete in the best way that we can compete. And do you think you'll need to be as competitive as you were against Hull and and and, and take that that momentum that you've now got up against a, a team like Lewin, who obviously are right in the same places as you and, and have had an outstanding season themselves? What what sort side of that confidence is so important going into such a big game in terms of those playoff places? I think uh, 
there are two things that are crucial for me in football. One is the concentration in the things or the behaviors that you can control. This is key to can achieve a positive result or to perform well. And another thing is the level of confidence to show the football that you have inside yourself. If you don't have confidence, you don't want the ball. If you have confidence, you are for the ball. If you are for the ball without concentration, you will lose the ball. And this can affect to your confidence and to the performance of the team. So for me, the relation between the concentration and the confidence is very important. And we need to try always to put these two things or these two important aspects that can impact one performance and one result in the highest level that we that we can. Because the more we play, the more concentration in the system we can control, we, we show. And the more confidence we have to solve the football game situations, confidence in attack, confidence in the in defense, I think the, the better to come perform well. And just finally on that, do you feel like Luton are a team that you can control the game against? Do you feel like you'll be able to be dominant in that game and control the ball? Or is it going to be a game where you have to take your chances when they come? I think both things. I think depend on us. Uh, you always can do things to dominate the game. And depend about the... If we talk in attack, we always can find possibilities to dominate the game with the ball. It doesn't mean that it's better or worse. It means that we can find possibilities. Sometimes the fact that you have a lot of the ball, or to have the ball, you need to create some positional advantages. And sometimes the positional advantage help you, and sometimes no. And for me, you can play that game. You have to play that game, knowing that in some moments you are going to have the possibility to control the, the game with the ball, and sometimes no. And in both scenarios, be ready to compete. Knowing what to do when we don't have the ball, knowing what to do when we have the ball, Knowing what to do when we have the ball with free players and knowing what to do when we have the ball without free players because they are going to be very aggressive in some moments too. So for me, we need to know how to compete the different moments that the game is going to create. That's great. Thank you, Carlos. Good luck on Monday. Welcome. Thank you so much.